I already hit record like a while ago. Remember how we said you were doing the intro? Oh, fuck, that was me. <laughs> And welcome again to our show, which I promise will have a a name soon. Uh, you can you can you can bet on that or trademark it. Anyways, uh, my name is Jake, and uh, I am here with my wonderful and amazing co-host Sam Delev. Uh, and today we're going to be talking about some of the hints and trailers and teasers. I I don't want to say. Um, reveals because they're just 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 like morsels just like crumbs uh, uh, crumbs that we're getting uh about bloodline 2 and uh what we have to look forward to in seeing uh some some people's favorite ttrpg in video game form truly a bunch of teasers but the announcement trailer is live on YouTube now. They have let us know that there is a release date in fall 2024 and that the game will be available on Epic Game Store, Steam, Xbox Series X, PS5, good old games, most of the usual suspects. So in one of their interviews, which actually was kind of the hardest interview for me to find, because I ended up finding like the dev diary that referenced this video. And then I had to go to their web page to then find this video. It was weird. I don't know why I couldn't find it on YouTube. I don't know if it was just like in a weird order or what it was, but uh, we got a little bit about the story. So you will be playing uh, Fire or Frey. Uh, fire 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 it's 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 an interesting name uh so this is a fire and uh they are an elder they are 400 years old but they have been asleep for 100 years and are unaware of what is going on in local politics waking up after 100 years they have a mark on their hand and was covered in thin blood vitae with their powers not fully enveloped to what they used to have Fabian, a thin blood kindred, is trapped inside of their mind. Uh, now, Frey is not aware of the current world, but Fabian is because Fabian is a, a thin blood that is around currently. Uh, but Fire knows kindred world, so like they kind of mesh together where like you as the player can walk around and understand that what a cell phone is because you haven't been uh, alive for 100 years because fabian is telling you right uh and so you don't have to play like a a technophobe character um but uh fabian and your relationship as fire will um change dependent on your gameplay and how you play um but what I find very interesting about the story is that no matter what clan you choose, you're still going to be playing the same character, which I thought was interesting. Yeah, I would assume that particularly an elder vampire would have very different background, very different attitude, very different experiences based on what clan they're part of, what their background is, but I can also see the argument for why one might streamline and able to focus on gameplay features and really fleshing out, unintended, these multiple clans. From what I understand so far, there are four clans that are going to be in the game on release and those teasers we were alluding to earlier involve two of the four 
release clans with two additional clans announced as added DLC. Thus far, we've seen little 15 second snippets of gameplay of a Bruja, who, surprise, surprise, was brawling, and a Tremere who was doing a little bit of magic. How do we feel about it so far, Jake? So I will say um, I am a little hesitant and I I, I don't want to say disappointed, right? I don't want to say disappointed, but I'm hesitant about the fact that we're only getting four classes with the base game and that there are two additional clans that are going to be released out in two separate DLCs. And the reason I'm hesitant about that is that I'm not a big fan of game development companies coming in and saying, here's our game. Also, here's the three DLCs that we have lined up that we've also been working simultaneously because I feel like, you know, um, that development time ends up getting shoved into the cost of like the game, the base game, and that the DLCs are just like additional money. And it, it, it feels like you're not getting a full game with the base game when you already have a company that is and again this is me being super cynical and like looking at the video game industry as a whole in a very negative light because this is how corporate greed exists within within like the world and so i'm very hesitant and very shaky about only getting four options and then and then one third of the total number of options are going to come in two separate dlcs not one but two separate so I'm really iffy on that. Um, That being said, I will say it is interesting as as someone that frequently plays a thin blood in games um, to see thin bloods not just being used as cannon fodder. Like they are an integral part of the story. The fact is there is a thin blood in your head and you two are supposedly possibly working together. So I like that. I like that. Um, what, what what do you think so far? I recognize that game companies will absolutely try to drain our wallets to the utmost, but purely from a game design perspective, I'm extremely cool with four clans on release. That sounds like the number that even if you're uh, starting multiple saves on multiple different characters kind of player, that's four is a good number for that. And ideally it allows for fully differentiated playstyles, having few enough that you can ensure that the Bruja really feels different from the Tremere, really feels different from the, really feels different from the, yeah, other two mystery classes. There are a bunch of playstyles available in the fiction of Vampire the Masquerade. There's a lot of potential there, but there is also typically a lot of overlap and so making sure that all of the clans feel distinct in gameplay as well as ideally in story i think tailoring it down is a pretty good idea as for dlc announced on release you know sometimes it is a development timeline scope issue sometimes it's developer roadmap showing that there's going to be ongoing commitment to the game. For me, a lot of whether this feels predatory or long-term support depends on the pricing of those DLCs. 
they're tossing us one clan and not asking a huge amount for it, that feels very different to me than if they yoink our wallet and then let it refill and then yoink it again on cooldown. I think I think uh, I think the reason why I'm a little bit more cynical uh, about it, not just because of how the industry works, but I am also aware that Bloodlines 2 has kind of been a development hell. Uh, I mean, it's it's first release trailer came out in 2019. And I mean, COVID happened. So like I get I get I get it. Trust me, I I get it. Um but I feel and and the fact that like there, there there's also been like developer changes and there's been a lot going on behind the scenes. I'm just worried that like if if the trailer came out in 2019 for the game and it is coming out in 2024, so we're looking at five years of development after the trailer came out. I'm worried that sections of the game are just going to be cut out and that's what the DLC is going to be. It's a reasonable concern and look, I'm an Overwatch player. I understand an announcement that happened in freaking 2019 and took much too long as the developers try to build something out, realize it's too ambitious, rein it back in, and try to get a product out to release. And coming from that, I'll say implementation of what you ultimately release really matters. Like, sometimes you really do let your reach exceed your grasp as a game dev and you can rein that in and still put out a solid product or you can chop it up into pieces and release the pieces and hope it's good enough. Yeah, yeah. A lot demands on project management on that level and that's the kind of internal we do not have access to and may only be able to infer once we see the final product. True. I, I mean, look, uh, I am looking forward to it. I'm going to 100% be getting it and playing it, uh, possibly on stream. I don't know. We'll find out. Um, I will say right now with the information of knowing that it's a Tremere and uh, a, a Bruja, right? My guess is that the other two are going to be a Nosferatu or a Tori or and a Toriador. Uh, my logic behind that is that we got melee fighty boy with Bruja. We got range magic uh, boy with Tremere. You got sneaky boy with uh, Nosferatu. And you got a charismatic character with uh, Toriador. Now, Ventru could be an option instead of uh, Toriador. So, it, it, you know, take that as as it may be. But that's that's my guess with what the other two of the first four are going to be past that it's kind of a crapshoot like there's so many out there uh like there there are like 13 clans or something like that i feel like there's probably more than that but like there's so many clans out there and uh, to see where they're going to pull from but this at least gets you kind of all of the gameplay styles if it is not this breakup i will actually kind of be disappointed because i feel like a lot of them have overlap so like if they go for like a Nosfer, uh, not sorry, if they go for uh, a Tremere and then they go for another like magic-y, spell-casty uh, uh, vampire, I'm I'm gonna be upset. Like, there's give give variety, give me give me all of my bases covered, you know. You know, I 
agree with you on the differentiation again. This is why I like four clans on release. But I'm not fully convinced that our stealth gameplay will be represented by Nosferatu specifically mm. because of your point at the beginning of all this where we mentioned fire is fire all the way through and they might not mess with appearance per the Nosferatu clan curse. I don't know quite what they might pick for a stealth game style because I also think uh, Malkavian could conceivably have a little bit of overlap or conflict or otherwise muddy the mm -hmm. waters with what they've clearly worked into the core concept of the game with Fabian and fire and there is a thin blood inside you. Yeah. I'm oh, uh, having said that. How how wild would it be is if the, one of the four was a thin blood? That would be so cool. Look, I will always elder replicate it. <laughs> uh, but I do think we'll be getting a Gangrel. I do think we will be getting them in DLC. What, Gangrel? Yeah, I can see that. Now, um, did you, I, I think we talked a little bit about this. Did you ever play Bloodlines 1? No. I asked you a little bit about what it was like because I thought I had heard some good things and then I found out from you that it has a little bit of a capital H history. So it, it does have a very rough, rough history, but the reason why Bloodlines 2 is an existence is because the massive amounts of dedication of fans. Like, the, the fans really pulled that game out of the gutter and made it into, like, just, like, an amazing property and, like, uh, really, really, like, like, people are still cosplaying as characters from, like, the first, like, NPCs from the first city. Like, it's, it's wild. The, again, it was a different time, and stereotypes were more accepted at that time than... <laughs> um, so there's some, some rough history um, with the game. Um, and, and there's also some development hell issues in, in there as well. Um, there's actually some really, really good, uh, like deep dives into it. Um, I'll actually put it down in the description. Um, uh, there's like a long, like, I want to say it's like an hour long deep dive into bloodlines and like someone going through and not only just playing the full game, like they don't show them playing, play it, but like going over the different bits of the story through it, but also going into development and how and why things happen the way that they happen. And it's such a great deep dive. So I'll put that down in the description uh, and, and check that out. Are you going to play Bloodlines 2? I'm currently on sort of a wait and see, to be perfectly honest. From the dev diary, from the narrative and RPG dev diary, and from the teasers thus far, I'm pretty confident that they're going to deliver some good action RPG, exactly what they're telling us, what their word things they're going to set out to do. My concern is whether the social will really hold up. It is a staple of vampire and although clearly the dev team is very attentive to the importance of choices and little things having big impact i have yet to see whether that will really resonate on a deeper level or if it really is just fire wears some different clothes and then people comment on it there's 
a whole range of variation of what people are looking for from dialogue and social interaction in video game RPGs. And so there's no way to make everyone happy, but we've seen from the little snippets so far that this is a game whose dialogue is summary style. And gosh, I know sometimes I'll pick a dialogue option based on its summary. And it wasn't what I meant to say, and I have regrets. How about you? You think you're going to be playing? Uh, I I want to play. Um, I want to play because I have played some of the other vampire games. I cannot remember what it was called, but there was a Battle Royale vampire game from uh, World of Darkness that came out. Uh, It was actually very interesting. It was very fun, but I don't think that the the community that is interested in vampire the masquerade was necessarily the same group of people that would be interested in a battle royale and the people interested in a battle royale may not be interested in vampire the masquerade so it it, it's it's an interesting and fun game but um it um didn't have a big enough player base or at the time I was playing it didn't have a big enough player base and so it was like hard to get matches but it was really interesting uh I'm I'm I would like to play this game um uh it depends on what else comes out around that time like if I'm in the middle of playing something else or if I just got another game that I'm still excited about I'll wait but I'm not gonna pre-order it I'm going um but if nothing else is coming out I'm gonna I'm gonna pick it up I'm gonna pick it up in um since I'm trying to stream more video games on on Alt Haven I'm going to try and um you know play that maybe so we'll see we'll see um what about you are you the audience, the people that I'm looking directly in, I'm looking through the camera lens and into your soul. Are you going to play Bloodlines 2? Are you excited about Bloodline 2? What do you think the other two classes are? What do you think all four of the additional classes are going to be? Get into the comments and let us know. But for now, if you want to find more Haven content in between now and fall 2024 when bloodlines 2 really does come out and we find all of these things out for ourselves you can find more of our videos here on youtube.com slash at althaven underscore and find our streaming rpg content including perhaps eventually bloodlines 2 over on twitch.tv slash althaven underscore Feel free to join the Althaven Discord to get into some conversation and speculation about this game. And if you want to ask questions and make suggestions for future episodes, best way to do it is to support us on ko-fi.com slash Althaven. So, go grab a bite. And until next time, keep it weird, Internet. Your continued support fuels Althaven's journey. So please consider supporting us on Ko-Fi to help create more shows like this. Join our lively Discord community to stay updated on upcoming Haven events. Until next time, keep exploring, keep listening, and keep the Haven spirit alive. Thank you for being a cherished part of Alt Haven.